What's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT, Iron M, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Peter the Penis Provider. And I'm here with a super, super, super special guest. She kind of forced me to do this thing on camera, which was not the plan yet because the studio is not prepared for that. But she just got her herded. She over here looking all good. Fellas, I know you're being distracted right now, but eyes up. I'm here with Big Sis, Tay Taylicious, a.k.a. Tay Tay Brown, a.k.a. Welcome to Nine North. <laughs> What's going on, my love? Hello. So glad you finally came on here, Pause. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been asked you to be on the show, I should say. You've asked me for a while to be on the show and a cookie fried chicken. Yo, you won't make the fried chicken. Don't start that shit. Let's not start <laughs> off the show. You know what I'm saying? Like with um with negative energy because I still am waiting for this fried chicken you told me about in 2018. I was still in my thirties. <laughs> and you still ain't giving me no damn. That's five birthdays, including the 40th that you could have got me some chicken. But I saw your pictures. You had great fried chicken. What pictures? I don't, don't take like I take pictures with fried chicken next to me. What are you talking about? Like like I'm laying down on a bed with my abs out with some chicken on my titties. It don't work that. That way. just sounds so awesome, right, ladies? Yeah, that's my name is Iron One Ninety Seven on Instagram. You can get stuff like that for free. No, no, you need an Odie fans with that laying down on the bed with a bucket of fried chicken. Yeah, I think you could get top dollar for that. Probably from racist people, and I feel like I get canceled by my own community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there was um, Jerry Rice, you know Jerry Rice's, yes, greatest wide receiver of all time, right? One of the best football players of all time. And he did a Popeye's chicken commercial where he had a helmet on and he had like a piece of chicken, like a piece of chicken in his mouth. And he got canceled from black culture for a while. We made the taste mask. 360 degrees of pure wing rotation for hands-free wing eating. And that's Jerry Rice. I'm just iron from the Bronx. Bronx. Okay, so we don't, we don't need that. But All it, right, I, I snatched that back. I snatched that back. If you make me the chicken, though. Okay, how about this? What if we do a show where you cook in the chicken? Because I got a cooking show coming up, too, with the beautiful Miss Jen M. That's coming soon. Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully she don't get too big time for me. But you can be the chicken lady. Oh, that sounds I'm getting canceled for that too. Oh shit. That sounds racist. That sounds um You're racist. You are my coworker. You are yes. one of the most famous people in that hospital. In that <laughs> hospital, whatever you won't say, because of your seat where you sit at. I mean your personality too, if you was boring and dry, like Deshaun. Nobody would want to talk to you. But you're You better oh, no, not no, no, talk no. about my boo. No, no, no. We on it today. I ain't got nothing. No, Deshaun is my boo. Deshaun, Deshaun is Deshaun is everything. Bad. True. Deshaun you know talking it. about is Deshaun Batty that was on like episode like 19. Um, what was that one called? <laughs> I think that was I'm Happy slash He's Gay. That was the name of that title. Mm -hmm. Good episode. You heard it? I didn't get to hear all of it, but I love Deshaun. So I know that show. I got to go back and and listen to it. He did good. He did well. He did good. So what I wanted you here for is because you and I, I call you big sis for a reason. Um, we have, like many of the people that I have had on this show is people that I have built some type of rapport with and have a history. You know, I speak my mind very bluntly and you handle the shit I say pretty well most of the time and then you speak to me about stuff. So 
I wanted you on here because I wanted you to talk some shit like you do there in front of my public while I have backup. So talk that shit now. Okay. About? I don't know. So I got to ask you this question. This is this is what I, what I really want to get into. So I'm not going to ask you names. I'm not going to ask you specifics. Maybe I might ask some specifics, but I'm going to personalize it at first, right? Why the fuck do people talk about me so much at that damn hospital? Why am I the one that had to have sex with everybody on the unit that you work on my first two weeks in that hospital when I ain't talked to nobody? Because you're the new blood. You're the newbie. You got to understand. Um, Teach me. There was outside of, and I hate to say it like this, but it's the truth. Your era of coming in welcome a new era of, you know, black men. Really? You know, black men, black men that were above housekeeping. Like we, we had black men in RT and stuff like that, but they're right. older. Right. They were older, except right. for one, <laughs> one for two, you know, and they were married or engaged to be married. And you came in, you know, with your crew, you know, among also there were young black doctors coming in. There were uh, young black pharmacists coming in, radiologists. Mm -hmm. And it was just it just so happened that you happened to be on the busiest floors yeah interact with everybody exactly where you have to interact with everybody where you have to constantly be seen Mm -hmm. so you know the the floors that the floor that you come to which is one of the floors that i work on you know the kids are constantly needing you so you're constantly present and you have to constantly be personable so your your whole personality is just out there for everyone to see Mine? And yes. Is it really? Because I, I always question that. Because this is more like uh, me trying to learn about myself through somebody else's eyes, right? I'm just friendly. Like, I talk to everybody. Obviously, I have my people mm-hmm. that I talk to more. But I'm just, in, I engage people and then I'm out. Like, how is that presenting? A certain because way? you engage people. That's whack, though. Because if I don't engage people, then I'm going to be the asshole. Exactly. Lose, lose. It's it's a double edged it's a double edged sword. It's just you know, it was the same, you know it's the same thing with me. Like I'm sitting at the front desk and mm-hmm. it's oh she's mean she's you know mean mugging or she don't want to talk to nobody in here because I didn't mm-hmm. want to date anybody. It was just at one point I was gay apparently. Oh me too, me too. I was a boy. <laughs> I was I was I was I was gay. I you know it's just. What they don't know and what they want to know makes it worse. I like that. Can you say that again? Say it slow in a British accent. Let's go. <laughs> Let's say it in my ghetto accent. <laughs> All right, whatever. Do it a ghetto British. Let's go. We're international. What they, what they don't know and what they want to know. Mm. <laughs> That's the issue. All right, and then they'll create shit, and then that becomes what other people want. Exactly. So you become you become a story in a book that you never wrote. Right. Or closer. You know. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. it's not it's 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 trash to me. Like, and it's not just here, it's everywhere. 
you know, and to be mm -hmm. fair myself, my reputation at my prior job, whatever I heard, I deserved. You know, like for whatever, and I'm not gonna go into the whole history of that. You guys can put the piece together. I deserve now. Some of the shit I did hear was like, "Well, damn, really? I didn't know I can I can do that." You know, and I don't even work day shift. I don't know who that person is, but okay. You know, here it got me so annoyed because again, I'm new, so I'm a I'm scared to death. First of all, I'm terrified. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm coming from a place where I wasn't really doing respiratory stuff. You know, I was kind of just going through the motions, and now I'm here. Code is going off. There's a bunch of noise. There's a lot of women there. I'm not. It's healthcare. There's a lot of attractive women there, but mm -hmm. I came in with a girlfriend too. So I really kind of stayed, and I made it very clear that I had a girlfriend when I got there. As far as I know, I thought I did. I must should have put her face on my shirt. But that wouldn't. That, that you really think that would have worked? That would have attracted. It wouldn't work. It would have attracted them more. It's fucking yellow backwards. It would have. You know what it is? Like I say, you're young. You know, what are you, six, three? Ooh, I wish, man. I think about six, three. I'd be All right. Dead. I just got Well, it. I'm short. I'm, I'm not that short. Average. I'm average five, seven. Yo, average woman's <laughs> like average. five, five. That's not short. I, you, have you I, said, I, have I, you I, met I, my girlfriend? <laughs> she's short. She, well, I met her. Remember, she. Yeah, she drowned. She fucking sucked off of a Poor baby. She was like <laughs> She was like a deer in headlights when she just running towards me. <laughs> it was like she, I was coming at her like Yeah, all yo, she, she saw was she froze. She froze in panic, yo. I just watched <laughs> in glee and joy. Oh no, because she's so super cute. She's super cute. She's, you know, but you know, right now we're in protect her at all cost mode. No, yeah. But that's a fact, yo. It, it's 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 sad that it's sad that you can't be seen for your talent. You know, it's almost like it's almost like you're a woman. Me? Yeah, and Maybe. being hounded by men, instead, except it's uh, the opposite because it's just like you want to be taken seriously in your field, but they right. can't see past because you are an attractive man, but. Behind that attractiveness, they they they're trying to run your name so bad through the mud Crazy. that they're forgetting that you are here to help them. Right. In this whole spectrum of saving lives, like you're you're an intricate part of that, and but for them it doesn't matter because it's the fine, tall, educated man that doesn't want to pay me any attention and doesn't want to get in this drama with me. So let me so ask you this. Like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna hold on to that. Keep going. I'm sorry. You no, good. Do you think that's part of it? Because I forgot who it was. Another RT told me, um, your name could be getting dragged around more because there is such a reputation of you running around and all of this coochie, but you're not. So you're not shooting a shot at anybody. So maybe they're kind of mad because, well, why didn't he come shoot a shot at me if he can? One lady said I was having sex with Deshaun. If he can fuck Deshaun, why can't he fuck me? And maybe there's a little anger in that. Or um, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there's always there's you know that's why there's mystery movies. You what know, people people are intrigued by what they don't know. They're trying to figure you out. It's a right. It's always it's it's always fun to solve that mystery to solve that puzzle and then you ever notice when you're trying to solve the mystery you get frustrated you get angry you start lashing out yeah and you start 
just saying anything because you can't seem to solve the puzzle. So now you're guessing, you're throwing out stuff and Mm -hmm. you're throwing out all of these untruths because that puzzle, that mystery is. And it's it's crazy. Just fucking ask. It's not that, you know, it's not that you want to pass them up. It's not that it's not any, it's not any of what they're thinking. Number one, even before you had your lady, you have a job to do. You have a life to support, which is your own. Right. You know, you got things going on in your life that has nothing to do with them. So 90% of it, you know, it's just weird. The stories that people come up, we were a story at one point and it was hysterical to me. What did it you hear about cool. us? Cause she worked at times because let me just explain to people that don't know. Oh, that I was, oh the funny thing was yeah. because they see you as you, mm-hmm. I was desperate in chasing you. Oh, no doubt. I mean, that's not exactly false ladies, you know what I mean? Come on now. If you don't go to jail... I'm sitting down. So it was... That was was the hysterical rumor to me, and it was just like... So they're trying to break you down as well as shit on my name as well. That's ridiculous. Because you know what's dumb about that? Like, I was going to explain the flow of how it is. Like, you're pretty... You're stationary. You're in your one part of the hospital mm-hmm. i move around unless i'm on like a unit that's like hot that day like i can i have the freedom to move around so i'll come sit at your desk so if i'm coming to sit at your desk how are you chasing me when i'm at your desk uh you know it's always it's always a turnaround to it oh she's always inviting him to sit there or she's always you know looking for a reason to call eric over mind you i've never called you you've never called me if anything, I'll call you just to tell you something ridiculous and then I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, you know, if they only knew half the time you come to my desk to steal my hot sauce. Yeah, and ask for chicken and, so, and leave. That's it. But it's just, you know, like, they just feel like people, it's that, I guess that's the whole thing where women and men can't be friends, really. I mean, I guess that's a I, that was my literally my first episode was about that ever, and um, I explained it. It's a, one of those things where can they? Like I think so, but it is. I think so. Like I have friends like Kushgard that, that would never happen. You know, it's like one mm-hmm. of my, and I can guarantee I can fall asleep with one of the balls hanging out, and she wouldn't. She wouldn't try to like put it back into nothing. If I was in public, she'd put it back in to save me, you know what I'm saying? Not to mm-hmm. catch some feels, you know, or and vice versa. And I think that's possible, but I don't. Especially if we're talking more often, like, than they see me with other people, I see why somebody might think that, but then to talk about it is pathetic. Like, you got Netflix. You don't need to make this shit up in real life. I mean, it's so funny because at that time that we started speaking, we started speaking, number one, you asked me for my hot sauce. Number two, I was that think the first that was one of the... That was you asked me if I had any hot sauce. That was one of the first things. That's awesome. Um, and you did. After that, we started speaking because you did actually, unbeknownst to a lot of people, had a mad crush on a nurse on my unit who will remain nameless. But I did. Yeah, very short person. This one, I don't remember this. You you came in. One was the hot sauce, and one was one of the nurses that you had 
a crush on, you know, things like that. And then um, I believe we really started speaking because I was talking to my coworker, Jonathan, about something I was going through right. with my then at the time boyfriend and you asked to interject and from then on and you know you started coming around checking on me and stuff like that and I guess friendship you know so yes I think men and women can be friends it just all depends on how it starts out yeah. under what circumstances so because this is we found out a lot about each other right right exactly and the more I got to know about you it was like oh she's actually why my voice do that oh when I, the more I got, oh, the more I got to just because this goddamn thing in my face right there. The more I got to know about you, the more I was like, oh yeah, you know, we 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 kind of clicked. It was a good um, it was a lot of chemistry there. But ladies, do you see what she said there? I came to check up on her, not to check up on her booty, you know, check up on her to see how she was, and I think that's why I get so fucked up. And honestly, I think that's why a lot of times there is no communication between the sexes at a place like work, because God forbid, if we get caught, if we get caught getting out the same elevator twice in the same day, mm -hmm. just so happens. Oh, they had sex in the elevator. You should hear some of this shit I've heard. I've had sex in the med room in hospitals. You can't have, well, not in my job. You can't have sex in no goddamn bedroom. Shit is right there for everybody. I've done mm -hmm. that. What was if I had sex at? Um, in the RT room. Actually, that is that is that is possible. Actually, but no, I didn't do that. That <laughs> that is actually possible in some of the rooms. A little secret. Not our room, because you know our room is traffic central back there. I heard it used to be hot though. I heard. Back oh, I don't know nothing. Day. Well, probably back in the day when it was Night a shift. different unit. Night shift. <laughs> Night shift again. No. no. But you know, the funny part is, you could turn that around and say that I was going through so much at that point in time in my life and to hear those rumors about me and for people to speak down on me in such a way made it hurt even worse sure. for what I was going through. Cause I was already feeling, I was already feeling less than I was already feeling, you know, right. just this big. And then just for people to see me as I had to be chasing you as if I wasn't, good enough for you to right. be interested right. in me. So, you know, it was just, wow. <laughs> like, and I started to turn around and I said, you know, I feel like that's how people saw me. And, you know, you asked me a question and you were like, you know, do you think you're attractive? I remember and that. I, I remember that. I told you no, you know, and I told you no. Mm -hmm. And you were just like, Wow. <laughs> like, and that's, it, it's just coupled with what was going on in my relationship, coupled with what people were saying at work. I just felt, you know, you have all these people on Instagram and TikTok talking about know yourself worth, know this, know that. Yeah, no. Well, a lot of those people don't teach you how. They just talk shit. And I, I find Instagram people, this is why I generally don't do shit like that. Like, people on Instagram, just go on TikTok and all of this shit. They get a microphone and they just talk. Half of them don't know what the fuck they talking about. And if you look hard enough, you go two weeks before, you see a video that totally contradicts what they're saying at that moment. So I never really got into that part. But you also didn't tell me, hey, you didn't, you told me people was talking shit about us. I didn't know it was that. But you also didn't tell me the effect that it has on you. And this is the, why do I have my comb in my hand? Um, this is like the thing that these people that, 
these jobs don't understand. Like, I, we're, this is not Real Housewives of of Ninth Floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's I act these actual people that get hurt by these. You know, like I told you, there was a young lady that I did express my interest in, and she, mind you, I barely work on this damn unit, and mm-hmm. shot my shot. She was polite, turned me down, but then I found out later that she didn't want to pursue or let me pursue her because of all the stuff she heard about me from people that don't even know my name. Well, I guess they mm-hmm. wouldn't know my name, but well, no, because I could be the tall black guy. There's only... Actually, no, all the RTs are tall black. All the black guys are tall, if you notice. We're racist. Um, there's a type there. But is uh yeah, we get typecasted. No, no, no. We got a combo breaker. We got a new um not as tall gentleman that's black. So shout out to you, brother. Black history month. But I noticed that um they're kind of heartless with that shit because mm-hmm. why would you want to know? Why, why would you want people saying, oh, she's thirsty, she's chasing them, she's desperate? And you should have told me that. You should have, um... No, because... Eh, it... I just felt like it was another thing. Like, you know, it was just another thing for me. Like, you know, I, I've been called ugly to my face, you know, by guys at the job because I wouldn't talk to them. Yo, you that's know, some I've, beta bitch nigga shit. I'm sorry. I've been called a dog face. Like, well, you look like a dog anyway. And I'm like, wow. It, and you still see you these know. people every day probably, right? Mm-hmm. I still see them. I still see them. And it's, um, you know, I, I took some of them. Some of them have found my Facebook. It was funny because some of them found my Facebook. The same people calling me ugly and dog face turned out to be in my DMs. Yo, I want to say Fuck y'all, man. Straight up. Fuck you and fuck guys. When they when they saw me at when they saw me at one of the doctors' gala, mm. the gala that I went to. Yeah. And I actually had one of them come up to me and go, "Wow, you clean yeah, up my outside of work." Fuck and off. I'm like, okay, so I'm supposed to come in here yeah. with a pound of makeup on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to work. I, I mean, but even this. that's stupid. Like, oh, you you look good outside of work. So what the fuck do I look like when I'm at work? People are stupid. I don't. Whoever these guys are, and I don't care who it is, you know, eat a dick, man. That's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. I got a little butthurt about that, but that's... No, niggas like that just make I'm going to be honest with you. It's not just guys. I, I I think I told you before that one of one of the UAs, you know, and this is what people don't realize. Like, this, is the, this stuff is real life. Like, these are teenage actions displayed by grown adults. Like, you know, and... On paper, yeah. Bullying... bullying has no age it has no age it has no it, it's not one definition you know it's the slightest thing that you're she said to me you know she was like oh so you ever thought about dating again and I was like you know what no I'm thinking about me I'm trying to work on getting a house you know ABC X Y and Z all of my goals that I feel like I lost while I was in a relationship not that I never want to be in a relationship again yeah. It's just time for, you know, the quote unquote self-healing, you know, doing what you want to do, stuff like that. So you don't drag your past into a new relationship. Sure. So she goes to me. Why don't you, why don't you, I, I can refer you to my plastic surgeon. And she said, uh, cause you know, Whoa. a little, a little, a little, a little BBL, uh, a little, and some, she said for me to put in some hair extensions. 
and um, I can get a rich husband. And then I wouldn't have to worry about my goals and dreams because he would take care of it. Yo, that makes so me, I... that makes me want to take a shit in my own studio. Are you? This she almost... said it to me, and I don't even think she realized what she was no, saying. No, she was being nice. She was being really nice about it, though. It was, oh, I'll give you his number. Um, you know, I was just like, she was just going in, and she was like, you know, a little hair extension. And I was like, what's wrong with my hair? <laughs> right. Like, what does that mean? And at the end of the day, I'm not here to talk about anybody that's had surgery. Do what makes you comfortable. But for me, when I see somebody that has a bunch of surgeries, I'm getting choked up about it. When I see somebody that has a bunch of surgeries, I see insecurity. So, like, if you're doing all of this, and I could be wrong, that's not a blanket for everybody. But for me, I'm going to perceive you with what you present to me. And I, you can't tell me how to interpret. I can get to know you, but I'm not going to treat you differently. But if you walk up to me with no clothes on, I'm going to assume that you are into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's a different example, but I see insecurity. And for her to come to you and say that is just beaming with insecurity. She's just trying to get you on the team. Like, did she have a lot of work done? That you can tell. She? Yeah. <laughs> well, she fesses up to it. Like, you know, she doesn't okay. make, you know, she she's fine with, you know, and I'm I'm fine with women who have surgeries and stuff that's their body it's not mine yeah, like you know at the end of the day i don't clock in and clock out in your life it's you know it's it's you but to push that on me not right was like hold on wow I, you know what's so funny okay, okay one two three Pardon for the interruption. I am using Zoom and I'm not paying for the upgrade yet. So we had to get a little bit of an intermission. But what we left off at was that, wait a minute, what the hell? Hmm. Interesting. The video changed. Anyway, um, what I found interesting about what we were just talking about was the lady that said, get yourself some augment, augment your body to then increase your, I guess, confidence. And then no, no to, to increase increase my uh, what is it called? Your my attraction to men there, right. you know, because obviously the way that I am now, right. you know, it's not good enough, you know. Sure. So, so that leads not? me to ask this question: Is like, well, what level of insecurity? And I don't know this person, and I'm not making any accusations about this particular person, but. In general, somebody that would say that that has gotten surgery enhancements, surgical enhancements. Um, and again, I'm not here to vilify anybody that does it. I'm not a fan of it personally, but it's, I'm also not a fan of the Lakers. And a bunch of people are. Who cares? Um, what was her level of security in herself before she even did that? And for me, it's like a person that has insecurities. I really don't want to get advice from you about finding security from a person that is actually insecure it, it's like mm -hmm. me learning financial business financial information from somebody that's never had a thousand dollars in their bank account it doesn't make sense to me um i from just from our conversations i do believe she does have some insecurities about herself sure we all um, do. I, I hear you 
but she's happy with herself now and she's happy with the life that she's leading and I applaud her. I just don't like someone forcing me, telling me that I have to change me in order to get better. Now, if you're telling me change my mentality, sure, change my heart, mm. you know, change my, my speech, mm-hmm. that's something different, you know. But to change this whole outer shell is just, and then the money that's involved, the upkeep is like, yeah, yeah, word. Like he's he's paying. You want someone? He's paying for a doll. This is what I'm saying. And my my thing, if if you do get this man, that one thing I can say, I can't speak on these super celebrity guys. These guys is making five hundred thousand a year. I don't make that. Not yet. Not this year, at least. I don't make that much, but. For us regular dudes, we don't like that. You know, for the most part, that's not a wifey. That's, that's like we. A trophy. It's not even a trophy. That's not a trophy. For me personally, I'm, I, if I see somebody that has had multiple surgeries, one small t- surgery, two, all right, cool. Like I know a young lady who got some, got uh, something with her booty done, but it looks like her. She didn't go out here looking like, a, you know, looking like, um, Something like ab- trying to watch my words here. It looked like it was hers. Like she squatted it out and got those. And you know she's a pretty girl anyway. But for me, if I see somebody that's overly done, my attraction is zero. And for mm-hmm. the most part, a lot of times as well, from what I see from men, and you know I look at certain podcasts on both sides. I try to get both sides of the fence, the guys and the girls. These are things that we have fun with. I'm sorry, these are people that we have fun with. We don't like them. And yeah. At least not somebody that, unless you do want that trophy on your arm because you have to have some type of image, maybe. But for me, because I got to look at it like this too. You might have this body at thirty-two, but at fifty-four, and if we have kids, what's that going to look like then? I don't know. I'm really asking. Well, I've heard the, I've seen the horror stories. I've heard the horror stories after that. But like I said, it's the amount of money that goes into it for the upkeep. Like I say that I'm not against the surgery. Mm-hmm. One, because there are women who do it solely for themselves, not to go out and yeah. find a rich husband. Or they just do it because they need a little mommy pick me up. Sure, I appreciate the ones that need a little, you know, a little mommy pick me up. Sure. It's not like you said; it's not overly done. It's not right. dramatic. It's just, oh wow, she looks refreshed. She looks, yeah, you know, wow. Oh good, you know, right. She looks, you know, she looks good. She did it for her. Go you. Mm-hmm. But then there's the others, like the ones that appeared on that K. Michelle show that I was just like. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm completely out the loop of anything that has nothing to do with basketball. <laughs> well, else. I will. I will. Can we be honest? I'm going to be honest. The reason why I know anything about any of this is because okay. at my lowest point, I did consider going to get a BBL, wow. you know, a, a tummy yeah. tuck. Right. Um, I, you know, being 200 pounds. dark skin as mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um short hair brown eyes i'm the average woman walking which mm-hmm. you know i kept wondering what was wrong with me you know why did i keep getting cheated on why did Oof, that's you know, a different episode <laughs> i don't that's a different episode so you know it was always something and it just 
what stopped me is the wanting to come back after the fact. Wanting like, to come back, what do you mean? Once we broke up, like once we broke up and I said I was done, I'm not doing this anymore. And it'd yeah. be like, you know, he's out there, he's doing him with all of these women who look nothing like he ever said he wanted. It's like, you met me, oh, you barely wear makeup, you yeah. know, you're gorgeous, you're down to earth, mm-hmm. you know, you're stretch pants, t-shirt type of girl. I love it. And when it's time to go out, you fix yourself up. Together, yeah. That's yeah, right. but... But the people that they cheated with was the exact opposite. But you kind of are, um, you kind of supporting the point that I made earlier. That's the fun girl, you know. That's the one we have, yeah. you know. And then it was the the comeback, the comeback of, uh, you know, I, I I didn't realize what I had, which hurts more, you know, and it really? puts you in a place of even more insecurity. It hurts more. Wait, wait, it hurts so more. Somebody, when somebody says, "I didn't know what I had in you." Yes. Shit, I I was waiting for that. Those, how many how many words is that? I didn't know what I had. I was waiting for those six words for years with this goddamn upstate chick. I I wanted that so bad. No, that would have yeah. no. Because when my ex before that said something similar, she was like, you know, you're right. You said that by the time I realized what I missed as you have moved on, bro, that felt better than me getting my respiratory license. That was one of the best days of my life. No, hmm. I, I, for me, I disagree because for years we were together for years, yeah. you know, I bent over backwards and I, I worked so much. Like there was times you were leaving and I was still there until about 11 o'clock, you know, at night hmm. working two jobs and, um, cooking, cleaning, doing everything, being your confidant, pushing, you know, pushing you through to get the dream job that you wanted. Yeah. You know, sacrificing me and everything. And now you go out there and you look at the girl that you wanted me to be. Oh, you need to take better care of yourself. You need to do yeah. this. You need to do that. Then you come back and said, you know what? If I would have seen the sacrifice and helped you take care of yourself. Okay, I, see then you I see what you mean. So that hurts more. Was that more because you felt I think for lack of a better word, abandoned by him because of what you didn't offer that these other women did. And then he's like, oh, shit, I, yeah, I messed up. I mean, because I, I get your point. I kind of don't get it. Why it made you feel so. So every relationship has a honeymoon phase. It's just like a job. You go in for the interview. You're excited. You get the job. You know, you put your best foot forward. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it's like in every relationship. It's new. It's shiny. It's a brand new car. Sure. It's a brand new job. You know, it's brand new opportunities. You can see, you can see the distance. Then you get into the job and you're like, ah, oh, God damn. Mm. Yeah. No, it's a <laughs> so, fact. I'm, I'm there now. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I interviewed for the job. I got the job, did the job to the best of my ability. And I became the reliable employee, mm. the one who's always going to be there, the one who's always going to get the job done, mm-hmm. you know, the one that's never going to fail you. And, and with that, it became boring, I guess, for the person. Yeah, like, probably. Probably. You're, supposed, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be the person that sacrificed, you're supposed to be that rock, you're supposed to be 
that confidant. You're supposed to be that pusher, that teacher, that lover, that mom, that cook, there's this and this and this and that. And you you start to lose you over and over and over yeah. again. And then here comes the new shiny employee. I get exactly. Who has the hair done, the nails done, the toes right. done. You don't have to see her every day. You're not living with her every day. So right. every day that you see her, it's a brand new interview for you. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting. That's can't, called you know, the I can't uh, wait to in- Coolidge effect. I did an episode about that. So it's called the Coolidge effect. Yeah. So then when I leave and you get to know her, you're like, ooh. Fact. Yeah, grass ain't always greener, right? In reality, you went to pass probation. Like, what the hell? <laughs> But yeah, it's like um, couple with that and couple, you know, working at the hospital that we work in, we always realize that that is our home now. Like that is a part of our life. Like yeah, other people, more than anywhere, more than anywhere. Other people clock in a regular nine to five. They have bankers hours. They do not carry this work home with you, but right. we do. Because yeah. you, you're like, oh my god, did I, did I? Did I up the vent? Did I let the nurse know that I did that? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, did I discharge the baby? You know, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that's that's a terrible image. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, did I discharge? I get it. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, no, no. That's not the image I had. Whoa, what is this? Is a G-rated television show, motherfucker? <laughs> that's right. Well played. When you spend most of your time at work, it becomes so much a part of you that people what the things that people say like we said with you earlier it starts to get in your head like you can be the most secure person in the world but sheesh you know you see these people more than you see your own kids your cats pay your everything it's just Mm -hmm. so when they have something to say it starts to take effect on you i've been able to kind of block that in a certain way because maybe Mm -hmm. because i just got used to it Actually, no, I can't even say that because there were times where, actually, no, that's complete bullshit because there were times where I would get pissed. It never lowered my confidence, but I guess maybe because people wasn't saying dog face or, I mean, I got a big head, but whatever, dog face. And for the record, people got my hairline with the selfie camera. Mm-mm, no way. There will never be a show. There will never be that show. <laughs> never. This will always yeah. remain. But um, I just think, because I, I almost tell you, like, that bullying part is almost like, cause it is bullying. Honestly, end of the day is like bullying. Your example from your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend to the work stuff, it's bullying in an extent, you know? And I don't know, I was able to block it off in terms of my self-confidence, but it used to get me so angry because it's like, you're painting me, which people do anyway. People make judgments. Like I said earlier, with a woman that comes to me with a thousand surgeries, I'm going to have a certain assumption. It's just, it is what it is. Me being the tall black dude, you know, and honestly, I might get in trouble with this at home, but you know, my you know my my scrubs, you know, they they do me, you know, they they hook me up sometimes. I can't help it, you know what I'm saying? And I know that draws some attention as well. And, and and then people started to make this characterization of me, and what I would get all the time, which might be, people might say is a comment, a compliment. Oh, you're not what I thought. What the fuck does that mean? Like, that's not a compliment, you know. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. I'm I stay pretty darn covered up at work. Like you know, I'm Completely, always in bro. You look like a nun. Black. Yeah, you look like a a goth nun. Goth I'm nun. I'm always like I'm in full black. My hair is always up in a banana clip or something, yeah. and um, you look like a Macy's I'm, employee. 
I'm behind. Yeah, yeah. They got to wear all black. Yeah. Oh, I got to rest in them one day. And I'm just like I'm. I'm in sneakers. I'm not in heels. No. You know, I may. I may put on mascara if it's a lucky day. But um, it's. You know, I I always say like. It's as the as night is, is the the ninth floor turns like we are our own little soap opera. Hundred You know, and that's why I try to watch what I say to people, and I try because you never know because of what I went through in my personal life and what I was dealing with at home. Um, I try to watch what I say to people because you never know what they're going through. That's true. You never know the pain. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Like we we recently had a. We recently had a, a loss at the hospital mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm pretty sure you know what I mean. And nobody knew that that person was that stressed. Right. You know, and if that, I've, I've spoken to people who knew that person and they were just like, so mm-hmm. you, you know. People don't take that shit into account when you want to make a no. story about you. Like you're a television character. I'm not a television character. And that's the bullying part. But if I say something about you, then I'm fucking terrible. Yeah. You know, and and it's it affects people. I really do my best. This is why, like, when I mentioned this thing earlier about the surgery and stuff like that and insecurities, I don't say anything. And I may or should have walked on a little bit of eggshells with that a little bit better. While I do speak my truth and I feel like I have a right to speak my mind, I also don't know how somebody's going to receive that who might kind of be on the edge. You know what I'm saying? So it, that's a very fair point. I mean, it, it, it turned me, you know what, I, I will be honest with you, a lot of the stuff that people said, and, you know, you asked me this a couple of times over the last three years that I've been outside of my relationship, you asked me, have I gone back? And, you know, I was honest, I did go back a couple of times mm-hmm. in the last year, not this year or last year, but. And this year just started, don't cheat. <laughs> don't try to get no. I, I went, I went back because of everything that was going on, it was just like. I didn't, I felt like I didn't deserve anything better. So, okay. So you've mentioned something of this nature a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. In different parts, not even just the relationship part. Um, Work-wise. Yeah. Right. But let's, let's, since you just mentioned relationship, let's stick with the relationship and relationships in general, romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that puts you at a severe disadvantage to get the type of guy that you want like if you don't yes right why do you think so because it not that he beat it in my mind I mm-hmm. feel like I beat it in my own mind that right. the stuff that he would say mm-hmm. was true well I think the seed was and already there before he came the there seed was, well no I, I'm gonna be honest with you mm-hmm. I before we got together, I just thought I was that person. And, you know, they it always they always say it takes that one person to break. Wow. You know? yeah. I was always going out with friends. I was always taking pictures. I was modeling. I had a I had a video show yeah. on Manhattan Neighborhood Network back in the yeah. day. You know, yeah. I. It's like. Yes. I sat and interviewed people when their albums dropped, you know, Joe, Common everyone so I had confidence I walked runways I was test modeling but mm-hmm. came into my life and it was the nitpicking 
and then you know you come to work and it's the stress at work mm. and I just felt like I had to give in somewhere and I started to feel like I wasn't that person I wasn't that bitch you know that I thought I was you mm. know I was getting beat down at work it felt like I was I was getting beat down at home it felt like so mm. I just went into this dark place in this dark shell and said you know what this is it this is what I deserve and I stopped trying I went from getting my hair and toes and nails done you know every two weeks like clockwork you would not catch me with a hair out of place you know you would not catch me in an unironed shirt (laughs) you know you would not catch me turning down girls night and getting drinks and having Sunday's dinner at my house to I'll pass. I can get my nails done another way, another day. And boy, my feet starting to look like Fred Flintstone got a hold of them. That's the snowball, right? Yeah. And even for jobs at work, I passed up jobs because it was just like, you know what? This is safe. I'm safe. I'm safe in this, in this position. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm at the top of my job and I know what I'm doing. So I'm going to stay in a safe place. I'm not going to challenge myself. Sure. Little do you know, I was in school to become a lactation consultant and I did get my certification. I did get my certification. What's that? Oh, lactation. All right. Yes. All right. To become oh. to be basically to become a booby person. So helping moms breastfeed and that's dope. That's a great job. I did get it. And I got a scholarship to further that. And I was the first non-nursing staff to be awarded a scholarship what? to go further as a lactation consultant. I never knew that. I, first of all, I didn't know that was a job. Secondly, mm-hmm. I never, things you know, I didn't know respiratory was a thing until I was damn near 33. I wish I freaking knew. Yeah. Um, wow. It's it's a thing and it's a amazing thing to, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I tip my hat to these women you know, who are sitting there helping these moms that struggle because they want to provide that liquid gold to their baby and you have that connection. And I wanted to be a part of that, but I was so torn down and broken down that I let my certification lapse and I let the scholarship because I just didn't believe that I could do it. I didn't believe that I was worthy of any of it. I didn't believe that I was worthy of a man that loved me for me, that I had, I believed that I needed to lose the weight, change myself, get back to that 150 pound woman. Um, I wasn't worthy of being anything other than the job title that I'm I'm currently in. For whatever reason, it's like a hold. And I've said this before. This is one of the first lessons I learned growing up as a young man dating and everything like that is like the power of an ex is only beaten by greed and God. And I felt, and I really believe that. And it's like, the more, um, the more experience I got in the dating world, it was like, oh shit, the less the person, the the worse the ex was, the more of a hold this person seems to have. And I always wondered, is that because it's tied to uh, insecurity, you know, or you just like you gave up on yourself, so to speak? It seems like for this person, right? And. I think that comes like for me, I, I can't say for sure. I might, my ex destroyed me emotionally, but it wasn't a thing where I stopped improving myself. You know, I was in a depression for a bit, but um, for somebody that is able to get that kind of lock into you, like, cause I've never had a bad relationship. I've never had a technically toxic relationship. 
I've only had three, but like real relationships, oh, four, eh, five, uh, five and a half, five and a half. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, three were official girlfriends, two were, they might as well have been my girlfriend. Um, I don't know. Like, when did you notice that, that, yeah, my feet are starting to look like I fucking like a prehistoric riverbed and shit like that. Like how? Like me and Fred was just, we was in the streets, me and Fred. We was yabba dabba doing the yappa. Putting sparks in the bed. Your fucking (laughs) sheets had flakes on it. Ew, that's disgusting. Them them, them bricks was, them bricks was bricking. Okay. Um, (laughs) When I noticed that I had let myself go, believe it or not, he pointed it out. What made me stop getting my feet and stuff done was it was always something wrong with something. Like I had a short haircut. I had the the classic Halle Berry haircut, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I kept my hair short. I kept the picky cut. I kept these cuts. And, you know, granted, I was about 150 pounds. I was way skinnier. It fit my, you know, fit my face, my hair, everything to sure. me fit. Um, it started with the nails. Oh, your nails are so long. Why, why do you keep your nails so long? Okay, started getting them work length. Okay. Oh, I don't like that color you put on your feet. I like French. I think French. I think French is sexy. French what? French uh, pedicures. Oh. Me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple person. Like I'm lavender type of light purple, light pink, beige. So you, you know, I started do. I started realizing I was doing doing things to please him. Yeah. Then it went to the eyebrows. Oh, when you go get your eyebrows arched, they're way too thin. I don't know. This, <laughs> no. this sounds fucked up. So I was just like, okay, well, you know what? He knows what's best for me. It's fine. Then it went from me going out with my friends to, oh, I don't like you going out with him because I think her man wants you. I don't like you going with that person because it was just always an excuse. So I just finally started staying home. Then it got flipped. Mm. oh you don't get your toes done anymore or you don't get your nails done anymore or you don't go out anymore and I'm just like I started to get confused I didn't like I didn't know what I was doing wrong so I just did nothing you was existing <laughs> it seems yeah. like there was a lose-lose lose, lose situation no matter what you then did and I started going back out with friends I yeah. started like after work and then it would be oh where, where are you oh I'm down the block at the cantina having a drink Oh, put me on video. I want to see who you with. Uh, okay. Let me ask you. Did you? I'm not pointing like you're in front of me. Did you? You just did the whole Spider Man thing. Well, uh, no, uh, you know that's uh, for the ladies. Um, you know what? <laughs> hey, if you know, you know. What do they say? If you know, I Y K I Y K. Ladies, you know, you know. Ladies. Um, and it it was just like. Yes, I did. I put them on speaker, like, yeah. and I don't, I don't want you. I'm, I'm not trying to paint him out as a bad guy because I right. have some culpability in this. You know, I lost myself sure. with no promises being made. Yeah. If you get my drift, like no, I, I gave myself without any type of contract established. Exactly. I was his girl. Like I was it. his girl. That was it. Right. So it he got wasn't, to drive. He got to drive the key, the car, without actually putting a down payment on it. Yeah, it wasn't. We didn't sit down, and I didn't do the, 
You know, I didn't do the proper interview. Right. And I want to make this clear for ladies more often than not. If you're letting a dude get wifey privileges or you're giving wifey, wifey privileges and he don't got to sign that contract, why would he ever sign that contract? This is what, exactly. I'm, trying, this is what I'm trying to tell people. And it could have been like, you know, like I said, one of the girls that I dealt with for quite a while, she wasn't my girlfriend, but, you know, the problem was at that time I was so caught up in my ex, but I think at a different time, things would have moved on, but she's an outlier. You know, it's all about probability, not possibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I also, I, you know what? I think I felt as, as young as I was at the time, I felt like this was my last, my last chance at love. Mm -hmm. You know, I had been through two relationships that I thought that I really, really wanted. One was the ex-fiance and one was, my uh daughter's father you sure. know and this third relationship is what made me realize that you might not like this me it's not it wasn't yeah as sure. you know as a person who knows me and you know we talk all the time sure it wasn't them it was me right because right. i jumped out that window so fast to save them I didn't have my parachute. I put that in the rounds. This is why we close. I keep pointing at you like you're right here. I'm, <laughs> this, I put that in the rhyme and I said, um, but you bailed, jumped out the plane without, with the parachute and like a fool, I dived after you without putting mine on. And then it's like, yeah. what you said right there was like. It's, but it's, you know, it's the God's honest truth. I have to, and you know, I had a lot of people who say, no, it's their fault. They're this, they're that accountability you're not holding me accountable like no one everyone put me in this place where i knew that i was accountable for my actions because i hate to say it but i have a cat and as a kitten if she tried to scratch my couch i would water spray her yeah so that as a full-grown cat she knows don't right. scratch mommy's couch right i let them do everything and I was there to pick up the pieces. I was there to pay for the couch, right. you know, all of this stuff. And right. when I sat back after this third relationship, which is why I'm so single now, you know, I go on a date every now and then. And then I look for stuff now. That's the bad part. Look for the flags. I look for those flags now, which I'm trying to get out of, which is why I'm not in a relationship. Because I feel like I will jump right back into those old ways of, let me be your wife mm -hmm. before you tell me I, you don't have, before you excuse me before you yeah, earn that that privilege let I me agree. be your wife before you earn that privilege of me being your wife Hell yeah. you know let me let me give you a hundred percent while you still haven't even given me right again but what businessman is going to if i can get a hundred percent when i or 99 percent, i put in a one percent why the freak would i not you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 just common sense. And that goes with for me too when it came for me with dating, you know, before I got with this girl. And people disagree, agree, another topic uh conversation, but I would put a cap on a first date. We ain't going past fifty. Now if this if things are flowing, cool. But we going somewhere that's quick, intro, blah, blah, blah. You have to earn that right for me to want to splurge on you. I'm not going to do that with every girl I meet off a fucking hinge. I'd be broke, first of all. Secondly, it's just you have to earn that part, you know. Um, 
I was talking with one of our other coworkers, and she mentioned two of them. One of them mentioned um she went on a blind date, and this guy bought her a bouquet of flowers. First date, big ass, like 50 flowers or whatever the number was. And I said, that's a sucker, dude. Like, you know, like, because to me, you have to earn that. I'm not going to bring that on the first date. And secondly, that doesn't make you special. He did. He's done that before. So then somebody else chimed in and was like, well, I agree with what she's saying. You know, my boyfriend now, our first date, we went out. He picked me up in his BMW and he picked me up in his BMW and we went out for a $200 plate dinner. And we're still together now. And I said, cool, but you told me nothing about him. So it was like, for me, you got to earn that. I'm not just going to hand that out. You know, I work hard for my money. I get blood in my eyes sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm getting, I need money. Yeah, man, I need money. I need you to know that you have to earn that. Just like they need to earn them, them, them joints that you putting in the damn camera that all my guy watches and viewers are going to ask me about. You know, like, you got to earn that. And you should. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the, that's the mistake that I made. And, and it, you know, in, I say I have to thank my ex for a lot of things because I did get to know me in a lot of ways and you know the stuff that and it, it opened up a conversation with my dad Ooh. it actually opened up a big conversation with my dad who I hadn't spoken to for years you know that's big and one day I just sat down and we spoke I allowed him to call me and we spoke and my dad dropped some you know he was just like my dad outright said I was a hoe back in the day. Wasn't we all, brother? <laughs> he was like, so I'm going to tell you, you know, that's a signature whole move, you know. Is that really how his voice sounds? Yes. That's how I assume every black well, man. If you, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. If, if, I don't know how to put the picture in this thing, but no. if I show you a picture of my dad at work one day, you're going to be like, damn, how you going to spit an image of your dad. Yeah, that's cool. That's dope. But, you know, my dad number one, offered to fly, you know, take the red eye into New York and have some words with my ex, which I told him no. Like, like that, he would humble you. I mean, your old self. Yeah. Damn, but, that's going to be my problem when I have kids, bro. Tell my, my daughter's dating you. I'll be like 64. Ain't nobody be scared. And you know what you, listen, but what's scary is you know what you know, which is going to make it hard when your daughter starts dating and you're just going to be like, that's why I don't want no daughter. Lock her up. <laughs> Lock her up. That's why I don't but want my dad opened, you know, a lot of perspective. And he actually, not to say that you sitting there talking to me about my situation from a male point of view didn't help, but my dad yeah, the difference. put it in such a great place right. that I decided that I didn't want to even have calls from this person anymore. Awesome. You know, and it was just like, wow. You know, and my dad said it. He was like, you're a doormat. He was like, you're a doormat. You're a rug. Yeah, I, I did tell you that pretty much too. Man, that's, and yeah, you know, but, the good thing about that is, sorry to cut you off, but I want to make this point before I forget, because you mentioned earlier, like your friends and people will say, oh, it's his fault and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Nah, this is why I am the way I am. And this is why I want people to talk to me this way. Don't sugarcoat shit. Tell mm -hmm. me. That does better for me than you saying, oh, it's okay. Well, I don't know whose voice that is, but like, it's okay and yada, yada. And like, yo, that's not helping me. You know what I mean?
you left off saying that your dad had a really serious um conversation with you. Can you go into yeah. details on how it affected you or what the conversation? You don't have to go into super details, but just just give mm -hmm. us uh, whatever you're willing to share. So basically, I just had to talk with my dad about my failure in all my relationships and what what am I doing wrong or whatever. And like I said before, I had a lot of friends tell me how it's the, always the other person's fault, but it was my dad that told me it was my fault. It was partly my fault, not all of it, sure. you know, and he just said, you know, that you allowed this. Yes. That you're grown. You're an adult. You pay bills. You live life. Yep. He's like, you know, no one has to tell you how to cross the street. Right. You know, to wait for that light, you know, and he said, no one should tell you, no one should have to tell you, you know, that what you're allowing to go on in, in, in your life. Mm hmm is your fault. Like you, you're opening that door to this, Yeah. you know, and it really hit home because it really made me sit there and think like, you know, Taisha, you need to step back from relationships and reevaluate yourself right? and reevaluate what you're bringing to the table and what you're, you know, weaving out there and stuff like that. And I think a lot of us women do that because in reality, there are different types of relationships, you know, and it takes two to make a bad relationship. Now, let's not get a bad relationship confused with an abusive relationship. Not talking about that. That's a whole nother thing. I'm talking about a bad relationship where you can see signs and you can see the door, you can see the exit right in front of you, but you choose to stay yeah. and be toxic together. Because you want something, but you don't know what it is that you want. And you're feeding off of this argument because that person is going to come back or you're going to stay in. What does it get you? Right. Just uh, It's going to be a cycle of the same yeah. outcome, you know. And, and both of you guys are accountable. 100%. And, you know, like I said, that's a word that I love, accountability. And I think if people did that more, people would be better at a handling negative comments, negative feedback, and B kind of finding what pattern is causing this kind of destruction. Uh, like I said, I speak very bluntly to my friends. Some people don't like it. I understand mm -hmm. it's not for everybody, but I'm going to speak to you the way I want to be spoken to. I want you to tell me that that rhyme was whack. Don't put me on stage and I get donged off the fucking stage. And now everything I've worked for is over and I embarrass myself. Like, tell me, um, when it comes to relationships, tell me. And I think your dad having that, especially what I like, and I know a lot of people hate it. I don't know where you fall on this, and this is not the, the topic, but a lot of people hated Kevin Samuels because of the way he spoke. This mm -hmm. isn't about Kevin per se, but I like the directness that he spoke because he's telling you the game. But what I also liked about him, which always baffled me why a lot of women never listen you're getting the information from a man that's been there and he's giving yeah. you the game. Like, I didn't mind him. A lot of people hated that man. No, I didn't. I can't say that I hated him. I can say I didn't mind him because mm -hmm. a lot of the things he said, like I said, my dad said, and yeah. my dad didn't, you know, sugarcoat it and be like, oh, who hurt my little princess? My dad basically said you opened that door sure. you know and you didn't 
you know, you didn't have your stipulations. You didn't have your boundaries. You just exactly. left the door wide open. And exactly. Kevin Samuel, Samuel, sorry, Kevin Samuels basically said the same thing. Much harsher, he was very but, harsh. you know, it needed to be said, like man or woman, if you, if you present yourself as a whole, you're going to get treated as a whole. 100%. You know, if you present yourself as a doormat, you're going to don't, don't get mad because you're getting walked over. Right. You know, if you present yourself as a gold digger, don't be mad if you're treated as such and then tossed. Yeah. Right. Because you have no, you have no value after, because if a person sees you as a gold digger, they're going to get you what you want to bait you and reel you in. Yeah. Once they have you in. Kind of expendable. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. it. So yeah. he, the reality, even though I think the people didn't just didn't like his delivery. I used because to think that until I looked at like a lot of the other content that's in that space, mm -hmm. I, it can be delivered the same way. I'm speaking to you very calmly and chill. People don't want to be held accountable. Like there's a yeah. guy, MTR, I mentioned him a lot. He's very well-spoken. He's very, very well thought out. And some of the shit I think Kevin said, the way he said it, because, you know, he has a show to promote, you know, and he used to do this to men just the same, but nobody cares when you talk about us. So it, yeah. it's the same. But MTR speaks very, you know, from a logical talk to me kind of way. And women kill this guy. Oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So it's like, um, you know, again, this wasn't supposed to be the topic here, but it's like we're giving you the game from this side. No yeah. man speak on about every man. Obviously, 100%. Nobody can do that. But you get in the blueprint. If you t if I have a relationship and I, when I have questions about a woman, I ask you questions. You know, I'll ask one of my lady friends' questions. I'll ask guys too. You know, I, I'll get some info from the fellas. But you are the damn professional. You're you're the, you're the expert on being a woman, at least more than I am. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. What my question was like: you have Kevin Samuels, then you have somebody like Derek Jackson, a woman loved, which I found interesting. I not did not. Women. It was something about him, it was full and of maybe shit. because I felt like he reminded me of somebody. Okay. And I looked at him and said, something is a little off. Yeah, too perfect. But if you really, really listen to Derek Jackson, he said a lot of things that Kevin Samuels said. Okay. He just said, he just put his own little spin on it. Sure. And he called, you know, he called, he said the same thing. If you're going to act like a hoe, you're going to be treated like a hoe. A man is only going to do this, this, and this, and that. He yeah. said the same thing, just, I guess, in a nicer package because, you know, the tight shirt, you know, the muscles oh, or whatever. The visual, yeah. The visual, they accepted the visual and like, yeah, girl, he know what he's talking about. He's right. preaching. Right. Meanwhile, he at home emotionally well, beating on his wife. Right. And you still, have women <laughs> that, you still have women that support him. But you know what, though, too, is like women also supported Steve Harvey with the bullshit he was saying. Steve Harvey, no offense, I don't think he's a great looking man. He's a nice guy, I'm sure. But mm -hmm. he was talking some bullshit, too. Like, I listen that to book, that book, uh, like, Act that Like book? a Man, Think Like a Woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. That book Wait, and no, um, it's Think Like it? a Man. Think Like a Man. Yeah. That shit and um, some of the stuff that he says on his show, it's like, who, who, why are you pandering, yo? You know what I mean? Panda bear. Like, you got to chill with that, fam. Because that it's doesn't so help. funny. Because I would come into work and they would be in, like, droves on their break. Like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he was pandering. 
He was pandering to them, but they wouldn't read a Kevin Samuels book, at least not with the same kind of joy. <laughs> because it's the truth hurts. Yeah, it do. The truth, the truth hurts. And if you look at Kevin Samuels, you think about him as the drunk uncle who's still reliving his pimp days sitting on the, the stoop talking Man, that's to, how you read to the youngest. Interesting. That's not how it was. So, <laughs> you know, you know, you know that uncle that of you never want to come to the to the to the yeah. cookout. Yeah. You know, Luckily, I don't have one of those, but I do know him. my uncle's a very well put together man. But you know, I definitely you know they they uh they make a lot of sense. Yeah. They throw it at you with Mike Tyson gloves. I see what you're saying. Some people need you know, that shit though. You know? like for me, I don't eat, I don't like the sugarcoat personally. And I think your approach that your dad, the approach that your dad took was such a good one is because I don't want to leave you with no other way to interpret it. I'm telling yeah. you two plus two is four. If you get five minus one, that's on you. I'm not, mm -hmm. I told you two plus two is four. Fuck your one plus three. That's not what I care about. And the problem is, especially if you listen to a lot of the content and some of it is like, some of these women are kind of funneled into this because they know these are the type of women that will say shit like this. So it's good for content. So I, I think the percentage of women that really act like this isn't as high as these shows make it seem. It's high. It's yeah. high. But it's not that high. But it seems, um, I don't know, that they are just, I actually forgot my point. Well, <laughs> what did I say? My bad. Something flashed on the damn screen. What? Did, what? <laughs> and so this is why I don't do live streams, yo. One of the reasons I don't do live streams. Oh, what did I talk about? Um, yeah, I forgot. Damn. Being, being real. There must have been some fire shit coming out because those So Kevin. needless to say, needless to say, I get I get reams a lot because I take accountability accountability for what happened in my okay. past relationships and my fault in it. And I have people who tell me, um, don't block your blessings by not dating. Is you know, it's not that I don't want to date. I do. But I feel like it's just when it when it's time I'm not gonna push it I'm not gonna jump out the window looking for somebody just yet because I still have a lot of work to do and can I can I right. work on me while dating yes I can right but but you want to be the best prepared can, for your test you know like I, I think it's fair that I you do. take the time to work on yourself and you know because I don't want to pick another I don't want to I don't want to pass somebody at, you know, at on the first interview. Like I want to be sure. I agree. I want to take my time and I'm about to sneeze. Sorry. Maybe not. Okay. I want yeah, to take my time. And... See that on camera. Just watching people sneeze is hilarious. There's no way to make that sexy. I don't know what happened. Shut up. There's no filter. Um, it's not. Mine sounds like a squeaky mouse on steroids. I don't know. I don't even but, know what that sounds like. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, but okay, yeah, sure. Um, uh oh, it's brewing. Uh oh, there's a. I know it's like there. I don't know what's going on. There's a boogie in there that's like. But I am right sitting there. by like a whole window. Don't blame the window on the boogie. Drafty window, but um. Window. Um. A lot of a lot of I found that a lot of ladies don't like the way that I think. Right. Oh, you're self-sabotaging. You're doing this, you're doing that. And it's just like, 
when your kids do something wrong, you teach them to, to be accountable. Yeah. Teach them what, what what was their part in it. Right. You know, what was my part in why I couldn't make my relationships work? You yeah. know, so it takes two, like I said before, it takes two people to make a bad relationship. Somebody has to be that person to be like, you know what? This isn't working. Yeah. I'm going to back away, reevaluate, mm-hmm. you know. And I then think that takes so much bravery too, honestly. Because I've never dumped anybody. I've always been the one that's been, like I said, I've only had three real relationships that, that were actually official. And the first main one, I was with this girl for coming up on seven years. And her and I were pretty much dating for like the two years before that. So really like nine years. And it took her a while. And, you know, when she had enough, it came out like, you can tell she was holding it and it just kind of came out of nowhere. But I gave her so much credit for doing that. Instead of just sitting there like, oh, we have seven years in already. You know, we were still early 30s. You know, I think she's a year younger than me, but at that point, but... I commended her for that because she could have been like, yo, I've already put seven years into this. I'm not supposed to just stick it out or there's no good men out here, which it's shitty, but don't have that, um, that scarcity mindset. It's hard not to. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Not, like, you know, you can sit here and ask me why I never like shot my shot with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I honestly did not think about myself like that when we met. Like I, mm-hmm was so far gone in insecurity that I just didn't, I didn't see it. So I, had shut, I shut myself down way before hello. Yeah. And I think that's more common than people think. I mean, there's women that I've seen and it's weird because I'm a very confident person, but maybe I'm not, I don't know. I think I'm confident. And there's been women I'm like, yeah. I ain't got no chance in that, which is weird. And I actually, in my mind, I think I, I'm decent, you know? And I'm at least not going to get, like, shitted on. Uh, maybe some women are fucking mean. But, um, yeah, some of y'all got to stop that shit. Terrible, terrible people. But um, that's interesting. That's that's kind of, that's blocking your blessing, though. I'm not saying that I'm a blessing, but in that example, it could be. That could, be, that could have been the... The man of your dreams to support your own people. That could have been the man of your... Not me, motherfucker. I'm talking about in general. <laughs> not with that face. You ain't getting them with that face. But, like, that could have been the man of your dreams. You know what I mean? But um, you, kind of, you talked yourself out of it. Which I, I was I, famous I for doing. Like, yeah, you don't... You don't. I mean, you don't like to hear it. But the talk that I had with myself, and it still exists. That person is still in my head somewhere. And she, she peeks out every now and then. And it's like the ugly you look in the mirror and I'm like picking up my face and I'm yeah. just like yeah. you know put I I no one ever notices until they do that I walk with my head down and I stare at my feet when I walk I've noticed it actually I do not pick up my head I do not make eye contact nothing that like I that that I, I do notice that when you walk, you walk with your feet down, but I just figured that's just what you do. I didn't think there was like an actual science behind it. Um, but I've I've noticed that. I've no, I noticed that kind of early. I'm like, this girl be walking down that long ass hallway with your head down. I do. Yeah. Um, that reason though. It's because it's, a, it's because of Betty. I don't like Betty. I'm gonna say that. I, that I'll say on the show, Betty. When I see you, 
It's on site. <laughs> on site. You see, there's a reason why I never run into Betty outside of work because it's on. In work, I got to keep my, you know, keep, keep <laughs> got to fund the Black and Red Cave. But Betty. Um, it's, it's. Actually, no, that's too much. I love Betty. I want to do that to her. But it's on site. I'm sorry. You know, you know, she bought that like Betty. I ain't about Betty. That. I ain't worried Betty. Betty. <laughs> Betty is about that life. Fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> I just, I walk with my head down. And it's so funny because I teach my daughter to have self-confidence. I teach her that she's beautiful. I teach her, Good. you know, to always, you know, go for her goals in life and stuff like that. But then I turn around and I pinch, you know, pull, lift, you know. No. And you think she sees that? Yes. That's that she can't does. be a good feeling on your end. It's not because she will tell me mommy stop. Like, you yeah. know, she'll she'll tell me mommy stop. And it's it's something that I have grown to get used to doing. So it just comes out without myself knowing. Even uh my ex fiance asked me to stop apologizing. Yeah. yeah. And I apologize a lot. Yeah. You know, I apologize for things that are not my fault. You know, and it's the weirdest thing. Even when someone's being mean to me, I apologize. Damn. I feel like I feel like we're having a moment here. I do. I feel like we're having yeah. like a little moment here, but um, I'm trying not to have a moment. I'm gonna. I'm trying not to have a moment. It's just the reality of it, and you know, the self doubt. It's the sure. self doubt, self loathe, self. And the the stuff that you were telling fire. me you were going through, like the work, um, some of your past relationships, how people have spoken to you with that, only kind of, like you told me, you started like this. You was doing a modeling. You was doing um, going out with your friends, doing all of these other things. Then you got to a point where you stopped doing that and you stopped mm -hmm. taking care of yourself. Yep. Acknowledging that and knowing that, what stops you from returning to that? It's it's the is is it even worth it anymore? Because it's I'm at a space where I feel invisible a lot of the times. Mm. And, you know, I know that's weird to say, you know, you, you got me sitting here, you know, I'm 200 pounds, 36H, you know, I, you I never see me from the door. never heard of it before. H stands for never heard of it. I guess that would be it. <laughs> never heard um, of it before. You know, I come to work and I'm full of life and yeah, you are. that's because I love the parents. You know, I love making other people happy. But when it comes to filling my own cup, yeah. my cup is my cup is empty. My cup is very empty. And, you know, I went and got my nails done for the first time in a long time. And I had people just constantly complimenting me. And now I put my hands under the desk. Wow. The moment that, yeah, the moment that somebody says something nice about my hair. You cut it they'll off. They'll come back. No, they'll come back and it'll be up in the cloth, a cloth clip, you know, or a ponytail. And it's like, hmm. I'm trying to shy away from the attention, you know, and if somebody comes to the desk and say, oh, you look nice today. And there's two of us there. 
I don't acknowledge it because I, you couldn't possibly you talk to me. It's about Betty. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, like my other coworkers that'll sit at the desk with me, you know, I'm like, you, you, you're not talking to me. You're, you're talking. No, I get exactly. What you mean. So it's. So let me ask you, if they were to say something negative though, would you then hide your nails? You would still? Um, yeah. Okay. Because I, it's, I'm always expecting the negative. I'm always expecting the negative foot to drop. The <laughs> negative the foot. rejection. Yeah. What well, I always... kind of my question is like with the uh, um, would you feel less discomfort from somebody saying, "Oh, your nails eh, don't work for you too well," as opposed to, "Oh, I love your nails." I am probably more comfortable with the negative. Yes. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm used to, I am used to the negative because even if you say something positive about my nails, I will in turn say, oh, but I really don't like them. This is, this is too much. It's too I long. It. I get it. You know, you say something about my hair and I'll point out my bald spot, you know, and now I'm gonna you, look say, for it. you say, oh, your skin is glowing. And I'm like, no, but I still have these blemishes. And yeah, yeah. You always look, you're putting your imperfections out on front street too. Yes. Yeah. And that that's that, that there's, there seems to be like you find some type of peace in that. There's like a shield on armor. That's I'm it's, I'm not a therapist. I do possible. have a degree, but I never studied. So I'm not playing there. I never studied. I just drank and had sex. But it, it, it makes a sense. comfortable place to be. It is a comfortable place to be in, you know, feeling feeling rejected and unwanted is a safe place for me. Wow. But yet so it's damaging, a, right? Huh? But yet so damaging. It is damaging in in a way, but it is is a pillow. It's comforting. It's 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 home for me. Right. You know, whereas I grew up, you're so pretty. I just you know you're energetic. You're athletic. You know, I had lots of tons of friends around me. Sure. And the first heartbreak broke me a little. Mm-hmm bounce back second heartbreak broke me mm-hmm. but then I found myself not wanting to go through that again so yeah. then I started fighting for whatever I could get I became I became a bottom feeder I be, became a crumb snatcher right looking for little you know yeah. sprinkles and changing myself for whoever wanted a little piece of me didn't matter it was just like you know what okay damn and then here i am now so it's i can never reverse anything but what i can do is try harder like at work you know try to block out the negative try to push myself to do better to be more to look for positions outside of the comfort zone to stop listening to people tell me like, you know, the, 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 the favorite thing to be said to me right now is why would you even leave the union? Why would you do that? Like, That's fair. People, people talk out of fear, their own fears. Mind you, there's a job, the job that I'm doing, the non-union version makes a whole yeah. 
twelve dollars more than I make in the same job. Yeah, and and it's Monday through Friday, holiday and weekends off. Yeah, but you ain't no bennies. Um, outside of because that shit is fire. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Our benefits what? are pretty. Eleven ninety nine. Yeah, eleven ninety nine. Health, okay. health wise, healthcare wise, my shit is. Cool. Um, it's going downhill. I'm not gonna lie. Is it? I don't. If my elbow itch, I'll go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're slowly sneaking copays in. Oh well. So I've had to pay for a couple of things, which was very uncomfortable. And I've heard a lot of people coming back to saying that you know they they're packing on little little things that you now have to pay for that you didn't have to pay for before, which is understandable. But it, it's just that you know, no matter what a, no matter if it's union or non-union, I should not be afraid to explore other yeah. possibilities outside of what I've been doing. I've been a I've been a union assistant for going to April makes twenty two years. Damn, I'm only 23. 22 years I have been in, you know, our our field, our job. And it's time to start fresh. That's why I said, like, I know myself and I know how I can get lost in a relationship and I can forget about me. Mm. I want to get to the point where I can be dating in a relationship and still know that Taisha still exists. Ooh. Can we leave you know. on that note? Can we leave on okay. that note? <laughs> yeah. Because I want to have you back. We've been here for a while. I don't want to, um, you know, try to make this going too long because people's attention spans are pretty bad. But the thing is, you have so much game to drop. You really do. You have a lot of game. I'm learning some things. I'm learning some stuff about you. Um, And I appreciate you coming on here. And I just want to say this in closing, also, the other part of this is because this damn Zoom keeps giving me countdowns. We got three minutes left on this one, and we've done this like three times already. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say that your bravery for speaking on this, I'm sure it took work. Not something you just rolled out of bed, I'm assuming, right? No? You made a face like, eh. No, it does take work. It's right. I, I, the fear of what people may think of me once this airs is, you know... I, but you know what? I honestly think your, even though we just spoke about it, your positive feedback sometimes doesn't resonate with you like that. I think you will get more positive reinforcement than you actually think. Because I think there's, this is why I said I think it's a brave thing that you do this. Because there's a lot of people that don't have the heart to talk like this that want to. There's a reason why in my show I talk about times when my penis didn't get hard or, or just whatever. Because there's a lot of men out there that want to talk about it and they're scared to. And I think you come in here talking about accountability. That's big on me. I should get that tattooed on my form. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's dope. Um, you acknowledging some of your shortcomings, which I guess accountability hand in hand. I think you'd be great to speak to, young woman. I'm sure you tell your daughter great things. And I think you're a superhero. Thumbs up. <laughs> Real talk, though. Okay, okay. I love you more, like 7% more. <laughs> Man. Percentage, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I love less? Betty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, um, we're, I'm gonna have you back on though, cause and and you know I think we'll we came up here, we just started talking as usual. There's no outline, but we're going to just streamline this. We can sit down. We can actually run out of a thing. We can do that. What you call it? Potluck? What the fuck you call it? Yes, I said we should sit down and have a 
potluck, a mukbang. Mukbang, that's what I could have think of. You have a mukbang with, like a you know. We'll do that. But I got one minute left thanks to freaking Zoom and their upgrade pushing me. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Um, Thank you, <laughs> Princess Tay 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 Tay. It's your guy, Iron. Do you want people to reach you? No. Anyway, Instagram? No. She said, hell no. I got it. <laughs> That's family. Yo, thank you. Peace out, people.